Hey, I'm Gia Peppers. I'm the host of Heal Girl Era and the creator of this podcast. I wanted to rewind because I realized that I jumped right into this journey without really explaining to y'all what Healed Girl Era is. So one, thank you for the grace. Two, we about to do it now. Happy 2024, y'all. Before we get into this, I want to say thank you for the love, the support, the coverage, the shares, the comments, everything that y'all have given me during the launch of this podcast. We are building such a beautiful community and it makes me so happy to hear what y'all think. So I am listening to slash watching uh, Gia Pepper's new podcast. It's called Healed Girl Era. Love it already. In 2023, we launched with Kelly Rowland, Jovian Zane, and Danielle Brooks. And right now, I think it's a good time to reset and start with a little intention setting for 2024. So let's get into episode four of Healed Girl Era. First of all, I think it's a great place to start a whole new year with kind of clarifying what I want this space to be. Uh, In the tagline, it says it's the loving space for every single part of the journey. And that's really the intention of this space. I'm going to have all types of people here, leaders, thought leaders, um, believers, faith leaders, all different types of people to come and share their experience of how they overcame, how they improved parts of themselves, how they learned to heal, how they define healing. And then I'll also have therapists and people who are experts in any part of our healing journey. We know that there's no one right way to heal. People find healing in many different instances in their life. They find different ways to go on their healing journeys. And so I know in my own healing journey, there's not been one right way because every season, every time I go through something painful, it might call out a different part of me. And so sometimes I have to sit with that part, whether that be the little girl version of me or the the version of me that is all heart or the version of me that is all work. Um, All those versions have their own healing. And so in this space, we will create space for all of that to thrive and to be brought to the forefront. My favorite part about this journey so far is that it has demanded that I heal parts of myself. Healed Girl Era, the title is an affirmation. For me, it represents the fact that As long as you can say, I am healed, I am believing for myself to be healed from this, it means that you have the capacity to go through the journey. So whatever you're going through, whether it be a breakup, whether it be a job loss, whether it be a personal loss, a person in your life that you lost, whether it be that you lost a sense of yourself, healed girl era means that you can heal from it, heal through it, heal within it, uh, and continue to show up to be the best version of ourselves in any given time. I'm so grateful for this um, opportunity to create this platform because in my life, I've been an on-air talent entertainment journalist now for about a decade. I am walking the steps of the Met Gala. Really? But it is so good. Tell us about the black women that inspired this look tonight. How did you feel getting out of that? And I've loved the conversations I've had off camera, behind the scenes, really getting to know some of the people that I've interviewed. I've interviewed everybody from literally sitting VPs to, to Kobe Bryant to Anybody, honestly, a lot of black people that you can think about, I don't interview them. And I love also uh, when I get the chance to uncover the why of people's journeys and why people continue to fight for themselves. And a lot of showing up 
takes courage. And if you don't believe that you can first be in that space, you won't even try to get there. And so I also love that celebrities can come on here and public figures and people who we might know more about their story than, you know, they would even want us to know because of things like blogs and news and things like that. I think that is so important that they also get a chance to share their story from their perspective. And so Healed Girl Era is a representation that healing looks like a lot of things. And we'll get tools from experts and therapists and leaders, but we'll also have stories because I also totally and truly know that there is nothing more impactful than someone you look up to telling you how they got through something that you might also be going through as well. So thank you so much for being here and in this space. And I think it's also fair that I start with my healing journey. I have gone through a lot in life. Um, Who hasn't? I believe my first healing my first intentional step towards healing my heart and my mind and my spirit um, really started in the church for me. The lens of this show will be through faith and in faith because I am a believer. Um, and so I always want to clarify that for people. I know there's a lot of different people in different walks of life and different belief systems. Um, but here I am a Christian. And so that will be a part, a big lens of how this show is 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 created and formed. Um, so I wanted to cl- clarify that. I'm going to have to do a whole separate episode on faith because we'd be here forever. But just know it's coming. My healing journey, really my first time taking a step into my healing and realizing that I needed to pay attention to myself uh, and how I was really doing because I was in pain, was after my first love broke my heart. And child, we all know heartbreak is hard, but there's nothing like getting your heart broken the very first time. So I remember I was like 16, 17, and I had had little bouts with depression before that. Like I remember being a very sensitive and emotional child. I remember growing up, I went to an all black like preschool and in in until I was about five or six years old and then was taken to an all white school from DC to Maryland. It was a really big transition for me. And I remember always feeling othered. And that's when I started really feeling that I was alone and different in the world. And from that point, I really understood that I am a person that thinks a lot. And so your mind is very powerful. If you can spiral into spaces of darkness, you can also get yourself out of that. And so when I finally started realizing that I really needed to understand who I was, I started journaling. We bless God for Moesha and Mara Brockakil and all those little, you know, diary moments because that's when I really started journaling. I wonder if Ohaji qualifies as my first real love. Yeah, I did feel butterflies. Nah, it's only real love if he feels the butterflies too. That's when I really started taking my my own thoughts seriously and taking stock of what I was saying to myself and saying about myself and saying about the people in my life. You know, I was a very emotional kid, so I wrote poetry, honey. I got books of poetry as well. And I think it's a beautiful thing to to really understand how you view the world and be able to read it back and call out what needs to change and what doesn't need to change. And so that practice got me through my first heartbreak because I wasn't old enough. And we as a society, especially in black families and black households, we're still looking at therapy as a taboo experience that was too expensive 
and we had Jesus. Amen. And so back in that, that time, I'm now 33. So, uh, you know, that, that definitely changed for me during the pandemic. Um, and I think throughout my career, there have been very traumatic moments um, that made me not only want to give up on my calling, but give up on life, to be honest. Um, when I was Going through the pandemic, I think that was the hardest emotional battle that I've ever fought and bless God won. Um, but I got through it because of therapy. I was in a space where all of the first several years of my life had been, the, of my life post-grad, post-college were about work and hustling. And I would go through heartbreaks and I would go through things and I would be dismissing my emotions because I had stages and people were clapping for me. So the applause was louder than my actual emotions. And I was able to work through all of my trauma and all of my feelings. And I was just like, I have, I have it together. I'm too scared to go to therapy. She going to pull that thread and then I'm going to be a mess and I'm not going to know how to recover. And when I was finally at a mental and emotional rock bottom, I literally remember being scared of my own thoughts because I was spiraling so deep into darkness. And mind you, the world was on fire, right? Like we were in the throes of the Black Lives Matter movement and COVID and the world shutting down. And I will never forget watching CNN every day and seeing the ticker go up of hundreds of thousands of people who were gone. Like it was insane. I also was in New York at that time. So before I came back home to DC, cause my mother was like, you ain't about to be in the epicenter by yourself. You better bring that, that booty home. Hey man. Uh, I was, I remember hearing sirens all night. Like that is an extremely traumatic thing. And I, and I, and I wonder in 10 years how those of us who were old enough to mentally understand what we were going through at that time, how that will affect us. Uh, but that was also the point where I couldn't outperform my feelings. I couldn't perform out of any of my trauma. And I had to just sit there with my emotions. And it led me to so much sadness and so many things that I had dismissed within myself. And I prayed. I was like, Lord, I don't want this. This cup is too much. I really don't want to be here. If this is how my life is going to be, I don't want to be here. And that next week I got into therapy. It was the best decision I ever made for myself. It, My first iteration in therapy taught me that I was literally li living under should. The word should was having me miss out on the beauty of my present life. Because I was so, so, so married to the idea of certain things happening in certain ways and timelines happening exactly as my Virgo self wanted them to go, I wasn't enjoying what I had become, what I had accomplished, my family, the sacred reality that everybody doesn't wake up and that you get this chance to breathe in and breathe out. And that means it is a blessing and that there's a new day for you to celebrate and enjoy. I just wasn't living it because I hadn't been on the 30 under 30. I hadn't um, gotten an Emmy. I hadn't ha landed a TV show. And I was dismissing all of the things and all of the ways I was growing and becoming and and. Finally, I stopped shoulding. That's what my therapist says. Stopped shoulding on myself. And it gave me the freedom to be present and grateful and graceful for my heart, for my journey, for how I walk through life. And so now when people ask me, you know, as freelancers and 
creative entrepreneur is one of the scariest, most triggering questions is what's coming up next. Child, we don't know, okay? Like, and if we do, we might not be able to talk about it. Leave us alone. But now I'm able to say what's coming up next is that I'm going to grow and that I'm going to be amazing and that I'm going to be triggered and I'm going to be challenged and I'm going to figure it out because now I trust myself. Now I trust that I am able to heal through and within myself and and help even my friends walk through our healing journeys together. And this space is evidence of that. I was also not confident in who I was as a creative for so long. And so this is also a healing effort for me. Healed Girl Era is something that is um, directly directly out of a, a direct result of the fact that I talk to myself in the mirror every day and I tell myself I love myself and I literally say the Lord is my shepherd I lack nothing so there's nothing I can't do there's nothing I can't have there's nothing that is in my being that was not meant to be there so why am I being afraid instead of going for it and so that's what I will continue to bring to you know the world uh, I've always been a person that wanted to create content that gave people things instead of took so much away. We live in a time where there's a lot literally calling for our attention, for our heart space, for us to be triggered. And I want to create a safer space where you come here and you breathe and you listen and you learn and you might not like everything you hear. I'm going to say things sometimes that, you know, I'm a human being. I'm going to have to learn out loud, but I'm no longer afraid of learning and growing and making mistakes. And so healed girl era, again, is an affirmation that no matter what we are going through in life, we can be healed from it, healed through it. And hopefully together we can tackle some really difficult um, conversations, but it's also going to be fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to pray. We're going to cry. We're going to get to know each other better. better. You're going to meet people that you didn't know about. You're going to see some people that you do know about. But I just hope that this space is a safer space because we know the internet ain't safe, honey. Is a safer space. My intention is for it to be a safe space for people to share how they got through. The last thing I want to do is talk a little bit about the BTS of the first three episodes. Thank you all for tuning in. Kelly Rowland really is that perfect in person. That came about, you heard on the story through Woman Evolve, and Kelly has literally been such an inspiration for me my entire life. So I'm not going to lie to y'all, the first seven, eight minutes when she came in the space and they turned that camera on, I I wasn't sure if I was dreaming or not, because I literally used to be the the girl that would stare at her, Beyonce, Latavia, Latoya, then Michelle for hours on their album covers because they they just meant that much to me to see black girls taking up their space. And so I'm so grateful that she came on and it really helped me move forward in this journey. The reason why I jumped out is because when Kelly Rowland says she's ready to talk, honey, you you figure it out. You you sit down and you talk to Kelly Calendria Trene Rowland, okay? And for her in the space where she is to say yes to me with no proof of concept and no proven ability that this is going to be a success but just because she trusted me to share whatever she was ready to share in that moment means the world to me same with Jovi and Zane that's my sister she is coming out with a new book watch that full episode to hear more about it but I feel like that one really sat with people in a way that I hoped because I remember leaving that episode and feeling like wow I feel free to not be okay and I think that's one of the parts of the healing journey as well and with Danielle Brooks Hold on, honey. That's a whole testimony because Danielle in that moment 
we were in the midst of the end of the SAG strike. We didn't know that, but it was like two weeks before the strike ended. And she was in literal back pain. She was upset at the fact that this life was just, she worked so hard. She was just in a frustrated moment but that you could tell from watching the interview, but she still showed up. And just to see a couple months later that her whole life changed. She's on every talk show, every magazine cover. She's walking around everywhere with Oprah telling the world how amazing she is. She's got Golden Globe nominations and Critics' Choice Awards nominations. It was a testimony to never give up on the timeline that God has for you. Because my God, look at how her, her life and her story has showed up and showed out in these last few days. And so Stay tuned. There's more coming for you all. And if you want to see someone on this show or even have topics that you want to hear about, please DM us on the Healed Girl Era pod Instagram or the TikTok Healed Girl Era podcast. We'd love to hear what you guys want to talk about in this new year. And for this new year, I am not talking myself out of things I'm afraid of, but talking myself into them because I really know that's where we grow. So I want to hear in the comments and I want to hear on social media, at me on Twitter, all the things. I want to hear what you are going into 2024 with. What is your intention for the year? What is your vision for the year? What are you healing within yourself to really, really ensure that this year, by, the, by this time next year, something about you looks and feels different? I want to point out that I wore this shirt on purpose because Oprah is quite literally the inspiration for all things media. But one of the reasons why I even believe in having deeper conversations is because we, I grew up watching her find people's understanding of their lives and themselves in the world. And it literally changed our society in that moment, in that era. And so I just want to give it up to Oprah for even allowing us to understand that healing was possible. I think as a collective, the world is better because the Oprah Winfrey show existed. And so, you know, she already gave the, 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 the torch to Sherry, but I'm taking a little bit of the torch along with us because Heal Girl era would not be a show if it was not for Oprah the Winfrey. <laughs>